Welcome to Postscript. My name is Dave Severns. I'm the worship pastor here at Compass Point, and with me is Pos- Poster. <laughs> pastor Paul Eastwood. That's good. We need some levity. How you doing, Paul? I'm doing great. It's, I'm doing uh, great. It's a unique time we're in, isn't it? This has been a crazy couple of days, and I suspect that even by the time this is published, more will have changed. Yeah, we're recording this a couple of days before, and so if we're not commenting on something that has happened that is newsworthy, then you will know why. We are just in the dark today, because we don't know the future. We don't know the future. That's a great place to start, isn't it? Yeah. So can you... like? What happened this week, Paul? What, yeah. And how did we get to... So this is right now when we're recording, it's Sunday right after we did our live stream service. Yeah. How did we get to that point? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, if you had asked me on Tuesday what things would have looked like, it would have been you know entirely different. Um, I certainly wouldn't have expected that we would be where we are. In fact, even on Friday, I didn't even know for sure that we would be sort of where we are today. I mean, just everything is changing so quickly. But one of the things that I really want to share with uh, with people is the way that God works in the midst of all of this, hmm. because um, I, you know, so so um, Brad was preparing to preach for the Sunday. He was uh, at a uh, at a library, and as he was sitting there, he uh, sent me a text, and he said, "You know what, Paul? Like, I can't preach this message. Like, we've got to talk about something different." And he's right. And I appreciate his sensitivity and just being open to hearing from God in that moment. And so we said, all right, let's meet together. Let's talk about it. Let's figure out what we're going to do one Sunday instead. And the neat thing is that just recently I've been going through a course and and, uh, doing the Psalms. And one of the Psalms that we played around with a little bit in class was Psalm 46, which Mm. is what I preached on, on Sunday. And in the midst of that, you know, I recognized that this psalm was perfect for this moment, and it was a reminder of God's presence. And so it was kind of one of those moments where, you know, we didn't know what we were going to do, and then all of a sudden we were reminded, wait, uh, God's already got this, and we got a passage we're going to preach from. And so we just kind of started rolling from there and just being as flexible as we could. And, you know, preaching to an empty room was uh, rather strange, but it was pretty cool to see the comments and see the way that people interacted online. Um, You know, we are a community after all and Mm -hmm. a church family. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I loved, I, I, while you were preaching, I went back and looked at some of the comments. Yeah, I loved seeing people who maybe wouldn't otherwise interact, um, commenting and commenting, you know, talking to each other. Uh, Again, it's, these are strange days. And in a lot of ways, it feels like we've lost something we've lost the ability to be together we've lost the, yep. you know but at, at the same time there's these opportunities that are popping up yeah uh, i think and i think ultimately what we've lost in all of this is control yes and i think in the midst of this loss of control is a very unsettling feeling that we have because we like to believe that we are in control of everything in our lives mm-hmm. you know we're in control of our finances we're in control of our health we're in control of our activities day to day And it's moments like these that remind us that we are not in control, but these moments also remind us that it's okay not to be in control. And and I think, you know, like some of the things that we've been seeing around and the panic buying and people running around and, you know, purchasing toilet paper and all these kind of things, there's this, there's this something in us that wants to control things. And there's this sense that if things are just going sideways, what I need to do is do something. And so we start to like, you know, grab at things. And, and that to me is, is a really, it's interesting, but it reminds us that in these moments, instead of trying to grasp for control, maybe we could take some time to recognize that we're not in control. Yeah. And there's something kind of freeing about that. 
Yeah, for those of us who follow Jesus, certainly. Um, and we, we talked a fair amount about this idea of control kind of through our Ecclesiastes series, which was right. our last series. And, um, you know, if you haven't had a chance, go back and to listen to some of those messages and some of those podcasts. Uh, but yeah, we uh, I remember saying when I preached that we are really good at control. Um, and it actually feels to me like this has been the moment these last couple of days where we realized that we're actually not nearly as good at control as we'd like to be. <laughs> right. Right. There are some things that are outside of our control and we can literally like vapor. We're feeling things slip through our fingers and we're, we're worried. Right. I mean, like we're, none of us are immune to this. None of us are immune to, um, first of all, getting this COVID-19 thing, which is kind of scary. Second of all, like the, the consequences of, uh, trying to protect others, which I think are really good, are that we're we're distancing ourselves socially, but we're also, you know, that has huge economic impacts. For um, sure. How do we, how do our jobs affected? Um, yeah. how, how is giving at the church affected? All of these things, right? We've talked about this. Yeah, and there are some people who would say, okay, maybe this is overblown, at least, you know, mm-hmm. at this point in time where when, when we're recording this. But I think there's this reminder that no matter how we feel about it, it is changing the world around us by the way that people are are acting or reacting uh, by the economic impacts and all of these things. And so there is no way that any one of us can just skate through without even considering, you know, what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so what we talked about on Sunday, just a reminder, is that in these moments that feel unsettled, in the moments where we feel like we've kind of taken a punch to the gut and we're a little bit, you know, destabilized and we just feel like you know nothing is really secure and we're not exactly sure where things are going to land. In the midst of all of that, the question is, is it possible for us to find any kind of confidence or peace? And the answer yeah. to that is yes. And the reason we can find it is because of God's presence. And I understand that's an abstract concept, this idea of God's presence. How does that help us? And those are really good questions, and that's what I think we can talk about for the next little bit. All right. Well, let's uh, let's dig in and talk about it. You you walked us through a bit of this this morning. Um, do you want to give us a, a synopsis again for those who need the refresh? Do you want to like where where do you want to yeah. dive into this? Well, God's constant, sustaining, and powerful presence keeps us from fear when it feels like our world is coming to pieces. Hmm. And so this the passage that we looked at was Psalm forty six that yep. reminds us that God is our refuge and strength, an ever present help in trouble. And so his he's constant in the ups and the downs. So what does this mean for me? What, what does this mean for us when we think that God is present even in the difficult times? To me, I think the easy thing for us to do is to have our focus shift away from God uh, when things get difficult. Sure. Because we start thinking about all the things that we can handle. What can we do? What can I do to fix this? Well, how am I going to make this work? How am I going to do this? And we think that there's no... Um, we don't think that God is actually going to be able to, you know, support us in any tangible way. Mm. And so we get to work, you know, doing the things, which reminds us of the passage where Jesus is in the boat with his disciples and his followers who were fishermen face a storm, which is not unusual. Yeah. These guys know how to do this, right? So they're fighting the storm and fighting the storm and doing everything they can, maybe throwing things overboard and, you know, starting to row and doing whatever they need to do. But there comes a moment where they realize, wait, I can't do this anymore. And they turn back to Jesus. The truth is they probably could have turned there a little easy, uh, earlier and they would have found things to be easier because Jesus did in that moment calm the storm sure. entirely. So this, the fact that his presence is constant is really important to us. Hmm. I love that, that image, um, the implication there, right? Like we're, we're currently the ones in this boat and we've been, we've been fighting all the storms of life. And, you know, this week has had that turning point where we think, 
Sure. I, I don't know what's coming next. Exactly. I can't control this storm. Yeah. And we have to turn to Jesus, who, yeah. even when he seems asleep in the boat, right, we understand that he's there. He's our presence. Yeah. That's yeah, so good. exactly. And then not only does is do we know that he's there in the good times and the bad times, we also know that he sustains us. Hmm. And so that is even more abstract. Like yeah. what is it what does it mean that he sustains us? And I think that it's the truth about God that we know that we can repeat to ourselves that actually is the thing that sustains us, that gives us the confidence in the midst of the storm. So mm-hmm. for what I mean what I mean by that is that now is a good time to be listening to worship music, the songs that remind us about God. Yep. Um, it's a good time to be having conversations with friends mm-hmm. because in the midst of this, we begin to say things out loud that we know to be true. Yeah. And when we do that, that becomes, it's like our toolbox to help us deal with everything that we're facing. Yeah. We can pull from truth. We can pull from experience. We can pull from God's word. We can pull from our prayer time. And all of those things become uh, ways that we can actually um, be sustained to go through whatever we're facing. Mm-hmm. And, and I think this is going to be a, a great season for us as a church to kind of lean into some of those things. We, we as staff are already having conversations. What, what can we do to, um, to equip people and to remind people? Um, I mean, we've got a couple of Spotify playlists. I'm going to put some more together this week for people. Um, but if, if there are things, as you hear this, if there are things you hear that you think, man, I'd I'd find this really encouraging, or I'd love to know more about this. Um, we're here for you. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we're not meeting together this this last Sunday, and we don't know what next Sunday is going to bring. Yeah, um, it, it's not the same as it was the week before. But if there are things we can do to help equip you and help put these reminders in place, like the podcast, we're probably going to do a couple more episodes. Um, yeah, just reach out. We would love to be able to engage in these questions and these struggles. Yeah, I think we're hoping to do some of these podcasts that you know, you know, you and I are at an appropriate distance at this moment. We are, and we're that appropriately is, far apart. And that, uh, and we'll do that with others as well. If you'd like to hear from someone on our staff if you have some questions that you you know want to have answered yeah. um, share those with us and we'll do our best over the coming weeks to begin to unpack some of this stuff because mm-hmm. we're all in this together mm-hmm. and so uh, you need to adapt uh, we understand that and so we as a church need to adapt at yeah. the same time so we're going to figure that out yeah how do we how do we live in this tension of uh, knowing these things to be true or or maybe believing these things to be true or wanting to believe these things are true depending on where you're at in your journey and feeling anxiety and feeling overwhelmed i don't i don't know about you but i found myself uh yesterday afternoon after all the changes and just you know uh, trying to be responsible making sure the live stream all worked i could feel the stress in my body Mm -hmm. and i'm like i know that god is there i know his presence is with me but like how do i get that to translate to feeling that or or do we need to how do we well I, i would say yeah i think i think one of the ways we can do this is you know short quick um sometimes we call them breath prayers or mm. sentence prayers that just keep reminding us i think we need to remember that that god is present i think we need to remember that he is nearby you know and i i made the analogy that god is in the boat or jesus is in the boat yeah um he's literally right near us even in the midst of the storm that we're facing and what we need to do is we need to go to him and so I think that it's important for us to to keep turning these things over to him. Um, if you're uh, if you're with someone who uh, may have some anxieties over these things, uh, you can remind them at an appropriate time, probably not in the moment, <laughs> to also consider turning these things over to God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, almost the the practice of opening our hands. You know, maybe that's even something that you can do when you uh, spend some time in prayer. Is that you know, open your hands, recognizing that you're not holding on to any of this stuff too tightly. You're not trying to take control. And so when the stress levels start to rise. 
one of the things we can do is just say, God, I give this back to you. Uh, Jesus, I need you in this moment. Father, I'm feeling anxious. You mm-hmm. know, help me understand uh, yeah. why this is so, because I know that you are able. I know that you are strong. And just keep repeating these things over and over again to ourselves. It sounds kind of simple, but I think that the reminder that Jesus is nearby is is extremely important when we're facing difficult times. Yeah. I mean, one of the, the prayers of the church that they've done, they we've done this for ages as as people who follow Jesus, right? Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. Yeah. Um, just anytime you face anything, just kind of remind yourself, Lord. Yeah. Lord, have mercy on me. Um, you are Lord and, and be with me. Uh, it's a really, yeah, really helpful reminder. And I, I would say as well, um, I mean, we've talked, you can, again, go back to our habit series. Um, things that, that we as a church are kind of known for saying you should do, like reading your Bible and praying regularly. Um, maybe you haven't been great at setting up those habits. Maybe this is going to afford you the opportunity to do that. Um, maybe you can put them in, as part of your family rhythms or as part of your morning routine in a different way in this season because everything is changing, right? It's an opportunity yep. to set up new habits. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, what else, like how else do we, how do we not only remind ourselves of God's presence, but remind others of God's presence, the people around us in, in this time where we can't be together in the same way? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think one of the things to do is to maintain connections with people. Okay. And, um, uh, you know, I, listen, we are we are not doctors. We are not going to give any advice on, nope. you know, you need to follow the instructions that are being presented by our health officials who, you know, who give us really good, solid advice. But I would say that there are ways that we need to stay connected with the people that are around us. And if you can't be connected with somebody in person, the next best thing is to be contact, like connected to that person by phone. Um, you know, if you need to set reminders up to call people that are important to you, um, take some time to FaceTime people, um, you know, set up some of those opportunities to be in contact Mm. um, and and share some of the feelings that you're having, both good and bad. If you're struggling with something, share that with someone close to you. If you're, you know, feeling anxious, say it out loud, because sometimes just being able to have those conversations can help us calm some of those nerves as well. Yeah, and I mean, same for us here at the church. If if you want us to pray for you, and we we've got a regular prayer list, um, but if if you're worried about this stuff, just reach out and let us know. We would love to be able to pray for you uh, yeah. in the coming days and just lift you up. And um, yeah, it's it's completely normal. But I love I love that we we're so uh, lucky to have these technologies. And I've talked a lot about technologies and how they can be double sided, how they can distract us and pull us away, but. Uh, in moments like this where we can't be as face-to-face, I'm so thankful for video calling and telephones in general and the yeah. internet and the ability to live stream a service and comment on things together. Yeah. Um, so let's use those and let's encourage each other. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. It is pretty neat. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just, I, I, as I'm thinking, I, you know, I'm reminded of the, of the disciples on the boat and I'm reminded that they were preoccupied with the problem and they forgot that Jesus was nearby. And mm. I think that, that another way for us to continue to to put our focus where it needs to be is to not allow ourselves to become preoccupied with things. And this is something that we can kind of self-check as we go along. Um, but, you know, every once in a while, you don't need to get the latest update every two minutes or every four minutes yeah. or whatever. Just, you know, close the computer, put down your phone, you know, maybe uh, turn off the news for a little bit and spend time with the people that are closest to you. You know, we, I said uh, when we talked about this whole idea of what we are doing today, um, you know, now is not a time for fear. No. Uh, as followers of Jesus, now is a time to demonstrate love. 
because we recognize that love drives out fear. And, mm. and so we have opportunities to be creative and think about the people that are near us. We've been talking about living differently for a long time. So yeah. we're all set. Like yeah. we know where we're heading in yeah. terms of our next steps. And so that's important for us to keep going on too. Yeah. I, I also think it's really cool. If you've, uh, if you've studied church history, you'd know that there are these moments, especially in the early church where, where the church went from this marginalized, um, you know, indifferent group on the side to kind of becoming front and central. And, and one of them was actually the plagues in Rome. Right. Um, because the Christians uh, demonstrated love in ways that were shocking and in ways that people remembered and built relationships that changed the face of society after that. Yeah. Um, and and you know, who knows? Who knows what God is going to do here? Who knows what God's going to call us to? Who knows what the days ahead have? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, God does. We we don't. Uh, but, yeah. But let's keep following Him and and loving Him and living living differently because of it. I mean, share your toilet paper stash, whatever it is. You know, <laughs> just uh, yeah. And I recognize that personality wise, we all face these things differently. And perhaps I, you know, tend to not, you know, fret as much over some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recognize that it's real, and people are there and feeling this, uh, whether it's today or you know. So, you know, we understand that yeah. um, and we're not trying to make light of any of this, but, you know, just the reminder, right? Fear rises when we doubt Jesus is close to us. Fear rises when we think that Jesus can't be our refuge and fear rises when we say Jesus doesn't have the strength, mm-hmm. uh, but there is power in the presence of God. Yeah. And peace. Such, mm-hmm. such peace. That's so good, Paul. Uh, anything else, anything else we want to dig into on this podcast today? Yeah, I think, I, I just think that the... The the last thing I would say is that in these moments, we want to hear from God. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the psalm that we read talked about his voice being powerful enough to melt the earth. Mm. Then we see the voice of Jesus saying the very same words, be still, um, in, in, in the New Testament. And so this, this voice of God is something that I think we long for. And I, I want to remind us that, that this voice of God is available to us, you know, uh, certainly as we pray clearly in the pages of scripture as well, we have God's very words to us. And mm. so if we are feeling anxious or if we are feeling afraid, if we are feeling worried, there's places in the scripture that we can go to probably ones that we know really well, and maybe even have underlined. And I would just, re- you know, encourage you to go back, you know, pray, read through and pray through some of the passages on worry, mm-hmm. you know, that remind us not to be concerned about the world that's around us, you know, that to, to go to, to where Jesus was with his disciples in that moment where he was about to die and the disciples had questions and it was the night and things were about to get crazy. And he said, my peace, I leave with you, yeah. you know, like I, I give you peace, not like the world does. Don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, go to those passages in Isaiah that remind us not to fear. There are so many places in, in Joshua that tells us to be courageous and not to fear. If we need to hear from God, go read it yeah. and you'll hear from God yeah. in and those I, moments. And I'm going to tag onto that because I'm the worship pastor. Yeah. Um, don't only just listen to music. I mean, music does something extraordinary when we listen to it, but but singing, actually singing the words and whether it's It Is Well With My Soul or mm-hmm. Waymaker or anything in between there, um, there's something that affects us, that changes the way that our memory works. It changes the way that our anxiety works. Um, yeah. it's, it's a physical response. And, and sure, listening and reading is great, but actually engaging, um, even saying the Lord's Prayer out loud, same kind of thing. 
Um, we are people who are not just minds on a stick and separate bodies. We're one, our minds and our bodies and our soul. It's all, it's all together. So I would encourage you. I know this is a season where if, if we're going to end up doing another live stream service like we did, man, sitting in front of a screen and singing along, it's awkward. Hmm. I'm sure. I'm sorry about that. But um, there's something really good there. I think it's why God commanded his people to sing and why mm. the people of God have always sang. So I would say same kind of thing. You know, find these these songs that speak to your soul and sing along. Remind yourself of God's presence. Um, embed these truths, truths deep within you so that you can feel them. Yeah. So, so you know, I'd like to close with this. Mm. Um, you know, you've been talking about listening and I've been talking about reading and let's, let's listen to a song uh, written by the people of God to find courage in the most difficult times, Psalm 46, here's what it says. And we'll close after this. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake at their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in an uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen. Well, thank you, Paul. Uh, We will be back probably later this week. We would love to have any of your questions, any things you want us to dig into. um, We're here, and we would love to be able to engage. Thanks for listening to Postscript, and we will talk to you soon.